0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and today we are trying something completely new that we've just never covered before in the history of the Fangirls Podcast. It's a combo of reality TV and home renovation. And as fangirls, we are fans of lots of things. To be more specific, we are talking all about Fixer Upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines. More specifically, they recently did a special on HBO Max that was six episodes. And it was this historic, beautiful beast of a castle that they restored in their hometown of Waco, Texas. And they did it. Oh, they did it so well. Joining us today to fangirl over all of our fixer upper home renovation wants and needs is our special correspondent Amanda. Welcome back, friend.
0: Thank you for having me again, friend. How are you? It's been a
1: minute. All good. Lots of big changes
0: going on at the fangirl household.
1: Yes. And I'm excited to pick your brain about this episode because Lauren has had some home renovation projects that you two have both tackled. And I thought, who better to chat with about this than you. I get anxiety knowing that there's a, a home project that if it can't be done in a day, I don't want to do it. I was like, Mm-mm, nope, I'm going to hire somebody who can do it in a day. And that might take six, eight months to happen. But you guys just tackle things head on. You're like, wow, that escalated quickly. And now now there's a new floor. Now the shed's empty. What's your guys' next home project? Well, we do in fact have a list it
0: occurs in phases much like the mcu <laughs> i think the next project will be finishing the shed okay. hopefully fingers crossed fingers crossed and then eventually we will get to a full bathroom renovation oh. and tackling the rest of the carpeting in the house
1: okay that's exciting stuff yeah if i remember what was it a couple of years ago my heater went out in my apartment mind you I live in a home that's from the early 1900s and it was converted into apartments. And when the heater went out, which was built with the home, my landlord or my super, it took him three weeks because he thought it was just a switch and he thought it was something else. And then he did a full on demo day that I was not mentally prepared for and was hyperventilating. I was like, there's a hole." in my wall, and I cannot function. I cannot handle demo days. Had I known that there would have been a demo day, I would have got lost at Target for eight hours and drowned my (laughs) sorrows there. But I was like, oh, and it's a weekend. And I parked my car here. There's only street parking. This is great. I don't know how to deal with this. Who got you hooked on Fixer Upper? So
0: it's a few different people. Honestly, I would credit a big influence on... Target because they have the huge beautiful magnolia home line. Which, you know, you walk into Target and immediately I gravitate towards that section. What new things has Joanna Gaines put out this week? I'm gonna buy all of it. It's (laughs) so stunning, affordable. I was like, you know what? I've heard about Fixer Upper for years and years from my aunt and my cousin-in-law, and they just adore the show and I've been raised on HGTV my whole life. That was me and my grandma's favorite thing to watch. It was home makeover shows. Okay. And so I was like, you know what? Let's start watching the show. So uh, while I was at home on the weekends from work, I would just binge it. I would have it on in the background, just watching all of the old episodes. I'm still currently watching the older episodes, seeing this new series. There's a little bit of a disconnect for me because I, I caught on to the show later. Okay. Seeing one of their daughters is 16 now. I was like, wait a minute. What? (laughs) I love it so far.
1: Okay. I blame my sister. This happened. I want to say it was 2018 and it was Thanksgiving. So I watched the Macy's day parade with my sister. And then she was making snacks the whole day and just said, watch a couple episodes of Pixar. And I was like, Why this is going to be upsetting? Like I, I'm not a homeowner. I can't do anything about it. I'm just going to get really sad on Pinterest later. And she was like, "Just shut (laughs) up and watch it. Enjoy it. I promise you, you will." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." Seven hours later, you know that SpongeBob meme. Seven Seven hours later, later, that was me. And I was, I love Chip and Joanna. There is no truer love than what they have Uh, next to Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. I was like, if either of those two couples split, love doesn't exist no absolutely not if you can survive not just a home renovation but years of just being in business with your significant other over over home renovations this should ultimately cause world war three and these two absolutely thrive in this atmosphere and they're both hilarious they both make fun of each other they play off each other's energy i cannot get enough of them and then of course you start making the casual judgments of oh yeah oh and they're under budget oh, I love that for them. Oh, (laughs) and demo day. And I'm like, who am I? What part of this adult achievement did I unlock that I didn't know existed in my brain? I I thought this was missing from my DNA. And and then sure enough, my sister walks out. She's like, aren't they great? Aren't they amazing? (laughs) I was like, they so are. What? How? I am so late to the party on this. So when this special came out and you brought it to my attention, I was like, oh, yes. Yes, please. And Again, these episodes are so bingeable and it's only 6 episodes. I love that they tackled like a a home that was very historical in their hometown. I was I was so taken aback by that, but I loved how much pride they both took in making sure the history was valued in the series and that probably caught me off guard the most. But serious question, are you more of a chip or a joe? That's so difficult. Because okay. it
0: really depends on the situation. I really relate to uh, Chip's silliness yes. and that he doesn't take himself too seriously, but he's very hardworking and so good at what he does. So on one hand, it could be Chip, but also Joe is very laser focused on what she wants. She knows what she wants for from everything down to the paint colors, to the style of furniture, to you know what, this piece of furniture is too big, stuff like that, I I see myself in both of them.
1: Okay, so you're the happy medium of both. Yes, I think so. Okay, I can wholeheartedly appreciate Chip. I really can. I think everybody should have a Chip Gaines in their life, especially when it comes to home improvement and or renovation situations. But I consider myself a Joe and or the camera guy who has anxiety walking into a building wondering if it's safe. Just I, when I saw the, just the bare bones of what they were working with, I was like, "Mm, is this even safe to walk into? Is this OSHA approved? Help me understand. (laughs) And again, my anxiety with demo days, I was not okay. And I just thought she was so calm and collected. And I was like, I need to, I need to get there someday. I need to Mm -hmm. attain that level of world peace in my brain because there's no way I, I would immediately leave the property and be like, okay, call me when you're done. (laughs) I will go pick out paint colors. I will go laser focus somewhere else Mm -hmm. and go from there. But she's a visionary. We don't deserve her in our lifetime. And we're just too good for this earth. She really is. I need her self-help guide. (laughs) This is the part of the show where we spill the tea. This means spoilers. So if you have not watched Fixer Upper, the castle edition on HBO Max, stop what you're doing and go watch it. Because you're going to be really upset with us when we spoil it for you. Like I mentioned earlier, both Chip and Joe took the history of this castle so seriously. And I was just very taken aback by that. Because again, Chip is very fun and lighthearted. Always there to throw a joke when he can. But this was just something that they both had a lot of passion for. And so how he had wanted to buy this place for so long and restore it to to its natural habitat. I was like, oh, dude, right in the feels. And Mm -hmm. every decision they made was, does this go with the history? That was something I was so impressed with. And on top of the actual backstory of the castle itself, what was your take on the history? The castle started construction
0: in 1885 and was unfinished up until about 1913. It changed ownership. Many, many times over the years because it was such a huge project and people would take it on, realize that it was too big of a scope for them, and then they would sell it. Eventually, it ended up in the hands of the Abeil family, who finally finished it up to a point. And they, I
1: believe they lived in the house for a time as well. Did you know that the architect convinced Captain Abeil to get the home? No, I didn't. The architect, Roy Lane, convinced Captain Abeil to purchase the property because he had worked on a property in the neighborhood previously and saw a lot of potential with this castle and said, I'll help you get this up and running. I just need an investor. And Captain Abele believed in his dream, made it happen. And since it was built in 1913, it has had another handful of owners and lost its zest, its appeal It needed a lot of work. And when we say a lot of work, this renovation took over nine months. And what I am happy to report is not only did they do a beautiful job with this project, as per usual, this is what you would expect from Chip and Joanna Gaines. You can currently now go visit it. They are doing tours. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, bucket list item. I've never really had a burning desire to go visit Texas, but yeah, you put the silos on that list, done done and now we can go see the castle yes absolutely let's go shut up and take my money absolutely (laughs) serious question time you ready for it i'm ready all right did you have a favorite chip moment
0: i did and i love when chip shows his sentimental side because you can just tell how much they are so in love and it's adorable so it's when he surprises Joanna with the two statues of Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth, okay. and then says, "Surprise! I didn't need two extra weeks. I'm handing the baton to you. Go decorate the castle.
1: Right in the fields. Cries. Okay, that was a very close second for me. By the way, that man can be so sweet. And again, this is why this is why they set the bar mm-hmm. in general. But I absolutely loved when they went furniture shopping. because this is the textbook reason why women need alone time at Target. Yes. You don't bring your dude furniture shopping unless you want problems. And while he's super entertaining, he's got the most vibrant, fun energy. He's brilliant when it comes to home renovation. And again, very sentimental. Love the guy. But if you told me I I had to take him furniture shopping, and it's not that he's not qualified, but how much work would you get done next to none? Very...
0: Golden Retriever energy.
1: Yes, yes, and again, just easily distracted by tractors. Mm-hmm. It would not be a date day. It would not be a productive day. <laughs> Furniture shopping. I'd leave frustrated and probably having to pay more than I wanted to on a chair with a bee on it.
0: It'd be like that sometimes.
1: What was your favorite Joe moment?
0: I have always loved when watching the original Fixer Upper when you get to see what she plans to do in each space because it's never. Exactly the same. You kind of know certain elements that will be involved in her designs. Yes. But just the way that she envisions the space is amazing. And that is always my favorite part.
1: Agreed. Agreed. She's a visionary. She's she's got a beautiful mind. That being said, I loved seeing the human side of her where she was indecisive because this woman runs a billion-dollar empire for home renovations. And Interior design and everything is just methodical. And she'll say it even in the six episode series, how literal she is. Mm -hmm. And when she gets stuck, it's just so relatable and it makes me feel so sane because, you know, when I get stuck on something and I dwell on it, or if I go circle back to something and I'm like, okay, I'm overthinking this. I really need to just pass this off to somebody who can make a quick decision. Why am I like this? On to bigger and better things. The reveal, which was the season finale, and it was gorgeous. I loved how they did every room by room. They explained the why, and again, this was over nine months in the making, and they were both very hell bent about making their nine month deadline. And they had a lot of setbacks, and you'll see that in the episodes. But they did it so well. And what was your favorite room that they did?
0: Without a doubt, the butler's pantry.
1: Because okay.
0: Essentially, that is their main kitchen. That's basically my dream kitchen. The organization, that's just heaven for me. That's where I spend the majority of my time at home. That's the room that I just, I want to live there. It's so beautiful.
1: Okay. Mine was the drawing room. I felt the drawing room set the tone for the rest of the house. Absolutely. It, It kept, it was both modern and historic and I think they were able to maintain, I think that was the room with the most history in it as far as what they could keep from the original renovation. I think the floorboards were still original in there. I think the windows and I've never seen a house with more fireplaces in my life. A Fireplace in nearly every room. Every room. And I was like, what? Is it not already hot in Texas? What do you need <laughs> like 11 fireplaces for? Please help me understand. Luxury. But... Yeah, just, I guess. I understand the winters are brutal. That I do understand. But the summers are no joke either. And I was like, do the kids really need a fireplace? <laughs> I don't know. I just really enjoyed the drawing room, it, it the color scheme. All of it was just stunning. But my next question for you. Would you have done anything differently?
0: Absolutely not. I think okay. they nailed it in okay.
1: every way. I wholeheartedly agree. They nailed it. They understood the assignment. They carried it out beautifully. I'm not going to lie. I did question her paint choices when she revealed the castle collection and they were just doing paint swatches on the wall. Mm -hmm. Everything looked green to me. And she was saying, oh, no, this is dark gray. This is dark this. And I was like, why am I only seeing olive green? Is something wrong with my eyes? I understand the pink, but even then that looks lighter than carnation and I don't know. I feel like my retirement job is working for a paint company naming colors, and (laughs) I feel that that's what I thought I was going to do with my degree. I was just like, I'll just drink wine on a beach and work for Crayola and name colors all day every day. That's (laughs) the the dream dream job, the dream, and that hasn't happened yet. When I saw everything in the reveal, everything translated beautifully, and I was like, Why did I? Why did I question this? Maybe they wanted that distraction for everyone, but um, it definitely worked on me because I was like, "Joe, I don't see what you see, girl. Help me understand. I need <laughs> some some psychology behind this." And that was my only genuine concern. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. "I don't know." I grabbed my pearls. I was like, "I don't know about these colors, Joe. <laughs> I don't know." And I caught myself laughing, having conversations with both of them in in middle of episodes. I was like, "Dude, I love what you're doing with these marble countertops." <laughs> chip to the rescue. I get it. And none of this would ever cross my mind ever in the history of ever. I don't have this kind of budget and they just make it so much fun. Can they just do an affordable housing project somewhere? Oh my gosh. They would would be, be so great, right? They would be our Oprah, basically millennials everywhere would be like, yes, please, please do this for us. We can't get homes right now. And there's a huge housing crisis specifically for our generation. Just do a tiny home, affordable housing project. As
0: someone who is going to be renovating a somewhat tiny home myself.
1: Right. I'd like to see how they do it. I, please, please make this happen. Universe, let's manifest this. On, Magnolia Network, let's go. And now it is time for the Fangirl Spotlight of the Week. The Fangirls Podcast is now on Etsy. Our shop has a variety of original custom-made fandom-inspired artwork in digital download form
0: with prints inspired by Outlander, Bridgerton, Harry Potter, Marvel, and more. You're sure to find a design that celebrates your favorite fandom. Link to our store and all the info will be in
1: the show notes. Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts so that we can dish and spill the tea with more fangirls and fan guys like you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe subscribe to our podcast to hear all of our latest episodes. We love hearing from you. So connect with us on Instagram,
0: Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our website to see all that the fangirls are up to. We post a monthly shopping guide called the fangirls favorite things inspired by your favorite fandoms. All the information will be in the show notes.
1: See you next time. See you next time. We hear a fangirls podcast are not affiliated with following HBO, HBO max, Magnolia network, Chipper Joanna Gaines, Target, Lowe's, Home Depot, anything home renovation related at all. Um, just big fans. Just big fans.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E. AV on YouTube.